Welcome back, everybody, to the That's God podcast. And if you are a first-time listener, we welcome you, and uh, thanks for joining. My name is Dave Burr, and I get to be the host of this podcast. And again, today we have Pastor Judy Johnston with us. Oh. Good morning, Judy. Good morning, Dave. And Pastor Chuck Sweet with us. Hey, man. How, How you doing, doing, buddy? We're doing good. Very good. Yeah, today we are talking about interpretation of tongues. So we spent the last couple podcasts talking about the gift of tongues. And uh, the next gift on the list is interpretation of those tongues. So uh, before we get there, though, I wanted to talk about a uh, something I read in John the other day. And it reminded me, Chuck, of several podcasts ago when you were talking about when you were tapping into an 8-inch water line. Mm-hmm. And that there's a lot of water coming out of an eight-inch water line compared to a two-inch water line or a garden hose. Right. Right? So this is John uh, 7, 37 through 39. And this is uh, Jesus is promising something called living water. And it says, On the last day, the climax of the festival, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, Anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scriptures declare, rivers of living water will flow from his heart. When he said living waters, he was speaking of the spirit who would be given to everyone believing in him. So this John came kind of given his uh, two cents. It's like, all right, so we didn't even know what he was talking about. No. Because Jesus had not died. He had not been resurrected yet. He had not ascended into heaven. The Holy Spirit had not come upon us. So when he was talking about living water, we're like, I don't know, that's... Yeah. He's, he's, that he's talking his stories again, and we, yeah. have, <laughs> we have no idea what he's talking about. If you go back to the Greek and the original Greek of what those words mean, the word flow is actually the word gush, and the Greek word for river is torrents. So the real picture that John is painting is when Jesus says there's going to be rivers of living water will flow from from his heart. What he's really saying is this is like a class five water rafting (laughs) expedition down a river. Gush out of you. Totally. (laughs) That's That's the experience that Jesus wants to have with him, with the Holy Spirit. Amen. And, and again, we are, we, we are so blessed in that we, in the New Testament church, understand what he was talking about, and yet they didn't. So I'm with you. It's like, okay, that makes a whole lot of sense, you know. Come and drink. Drink what? What are we drinking? Yeah. Like, we have no clue. But being blessed with Holy Spirit in the way that we are, we are able to comprehend that and understand and position ourselves to be able to receive. And again... Hey, how much, you know, how much gushing do you want to gush? You know, <laughs> it's, uh, and I go back to Peter walking down the alleyway. That guy's so full that, you know, they call it a shadow, but I'm pretty sure he was just sprinkling everybody wherever he went because yeah. he had so much in him that it literally was coming out of him wherever he went. Mm-hmm. How full do you want to be? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you had mentioned before there's a, a warehouse full of gifts available to us. And uh, 
Are we willing to open the door? And... It's the storehouse of blessings. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to share that. I thought that was... No, good stuff. That was pretty cool. So like I said, we're talking about the gift of interpreting tongues today, which is obviously a, a companion gift, if you will, for, for the gift of tongues. And as we have said before in the last couple of podcasts, um, you cannot have one without the other in a public setting. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you clarified that because that's everybody needs to understand, especially if you haven't listened to any coming up to this point, any of the podcasts we're talking about public setting, mm-hmm. which like in a congregation in a church or, you know, a gathering of people. Yeah. So much like a, a human body, you know, we need our fingers and toes and arms and legs to make a complete body. The church body really is not a complete church body unless we have the complete list or the complete gift of all of the... Well, there needs to be an expression of the gifts. Yeah, if we we don't have the fullness represented in the gifts within our church body, then we're not complete. And I just want to, sorry, I just want to redirect something to, uh, in Corinthians 14, which is kind of mm-hmm. over, and 12, 1 Corinthians 12, not everybody is an eye, not everybody is an ear. So not exactly. everybody is going to have the gift of tongues. Yeah, right. So if you don't have it, you are no less, and a person who has the gift of tongues That's is right. no more That's right. than each other. I mean, they're equal before God. It's just, are you using whatever gift you have? What's your talent? Is it one, mm-hmm. two, five? What are you doing with it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's... I think that's central to yeah. understanding <clears throat> everything else. Good, yeah, good absolutely. comment. And I think that's the whole reason we're doing this series of podcasts is so people have an opportunity to recognize what their gifting is and to step into it and go mm-hmm. ahead and let God use them absolutely. the way he wants to. Yep, yep. Uh, a couple definitions I wanted to talk about. So one of the words is a translation. So when we think of a translation, it is a word-for-word translation. Someone speaking in French and someone else translates what they said. So like uh, the word door in English, you translate that into port, P-O-R-T-E in French. There's no uh, meaning behind it. We don't know if somebody just said port or something like that, you wouldn't know what the meaning of that was. You just know that it's a literal translation of door, you know, for example. Yeah. (laughs) So where interpretation is... The meaning or giving the understanding or an exclamation of what was just said. And so the interpretation of tongues would be, again, the meaning of what somebody just said in English, if I'm English. (laughs) Well, you're providing an understanding, you're providing substance and context to what was spoken. It where it may not, uh, and I doubt it would be a word for word Translation, yeah. right. French, but you are providing the body mm-hmm. with an understanding of what was just spoken. Yeah. Amen. I think, if I may, I think that I think that God used the word interpretation there versus translation because each and every one of us is a different character. We think differently. We've been through things differently. Our language is totally different. How we even hear God is different. 
And so for God to say that I want this translated is going to be totally different. Even the person who is giving the word in tongues is going to give the word, and it may not be a translation of what God is saying, but it carries all of the implications, it carries all of the facts, all of the information, and is presented in such a way by the person who is giving the word in tongues. And I believe the interpretation is going to be the same way. Right. All right, let me ask you a question then. So tongues is a direct language from from me to God, from you to God. From God right. to you, you to God. Right, okay. So somebody interpreting that, I would think if it's, a, if it's an interpretation, it's going to be an interpretation of that conversation from me to God. In this in and, this case in this case, Dave, it comes from God to you. Yes. Okay. I, and, and there's the difference: is speaking in tongues I for get yourself that. individually is one thing, and even that we're speaking as God gives us the utter, utterance, mm-hmm. and uh, we can praise God in a tongue. We can. There's all kinds mm-hmm. of ways in that in which that applies, but you know, specifically in a in a prophetic with an interpretation of gift of tongues and interpretation it comes from God God uses you to speak it out so it's it's not my conversation with him it's him speaking and that's that's the thing that's so powerful is that comes from the throne of grace hmm. that comes directly papa opens his mouth and he chooses to use me to be his oracle for that moment or that day or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Man, that just blows me away. Yeah. I mean, it just, God chose you. Right. I, it just, that just blows me away. Hmm. Why would he do that? <laughs> because of <laughs> <Right>? his son. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say the exact same thing. I was just wanting to clarify that when you're using tongues as a prayer language, that's the overflow of your heart in the spirit with those words that you can't express, you know, Mm -hmm. the publicly given tongue is what Chuck said. God is speaking through you to bless, encourage, build up, exhort the body. And so that's what makes that interpretation so vitally important. I mean, there's a reason God said you have to have it. So I I think that's where, where I was kind of going if the person doing the interpreting ends up giving like a uh, an encouraging method message to the body, is that more? Is he doing prophecy versus interpreting tongues, or Except is that an interpretation of tongues? Is that how it's an interpretation? But your hand is going from your heart up to God. Yeah, I would say the hand is going from God's heart to you. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. We're we're okay. we're capable of of encouraging and exhortation and providing comfort within ourselves to others, but that's what God does. That's who mm-hmm. He is. Yeah. And so when we have the opportunity and He chooses to speak through us, and it's in tongues, then there's going to be an interpretation that's going to come from God. It's not going to come from man. It's going right. to come from God, and they're going to receive. You give the tongue, for example, mm-hmm. and Pastor Judy is sitting on the other side of the church, and God downloads into her English mm-hmm. what he told you. Mm-hmm. And you release, and then she releases. Mm-hmm. 
God does it. I, I, and this is, you'll find this in first opinions or second interpretations. I'm not <laughs> sure which, but I believe that he does that just to show the majesty of who he is. Right. That he can use one person over here to speak in an unknown language and the other person over here mm. to be able to interpret what was said on the other side of the church. Have yeah. you ever been in a situation too, Chuck, where um, one person's given, but then that same interpretation has been given to other people within the room? Yeah. And it's just a confirmation. Yes. Like, this is what God has yes. said. Like multiple people get an interpretation. Multiple, but and, not a interpretation. Yeah. Um, it's the, the interp interpretation. Right. Same. Or, it's like awesome. Well. Or <laughs> have you ever had, now we're, now we're into the storytelling, <laughs> yeah. but have you ever had, you've been in a situation where one person gave... That much. That much of it. Yeah, I and mean, then the other guy Two comes. inches worth, and right. the next person gives two inches worth. And it kind of, you know, three or four people are involved before the full message develops. Hmm. To me, again, that's just the glory and the majesty of the Creator Himself that just to keep you humble, I'm going to give you this much. Mm -hmm. But then I'm going to use that person, and then I'm going to mm -hmm. use that person. It the, just... The yeah. other thing about that, which is... I think just awesome. That's like soma. Like soma is Greek for body. Yeah. God is using the body. Yeah. So that because he knows our tendencies and our frailties. Yeah. But it is exactly, I believe, what Chuck was saying. So we're humbled yes. by that. We don't get the whole word, you know. Yeah. We don't we're not the guy, you know. We're part of it. Exactly. And it's important. And, and and this this would be off the record. I don't record this part or put okay, it in the yes. podcast. We're, we're going to mute this right here. But, <laughs> but God's language that he will speak in us and through us, I'm pretty sure that when God sat on his throne, on his throne and said, let there be light, it didn't come out as let there be light. Uh, it came out in God's language, whatever that is, I have no idea. Mm -hmm. But his language is so complex that we don't have the ability to fully understand this. And I'm going to share a story that, to me, proves that. I'm in Spokane at a conference, and I'm in a, in a basement in a house where we're staying, and there's probably half a dozen pastors, and we're just praying for each other. And Dr. Bruce Allen gets up and he comes over and he lays his hand on me and he says, God's promoting you. And this was probably 15 years ago. He says, God's promoting you. I said, okay. I'm thinking to myself, okay, that's cool. What's going on? And he said, Bruce said that he's going to give you the ability to converse directly. And I'm thinking now, what does that even sound like? So on my way home... My wife was with me, and we're driving home from Spokane, and we hit about Ellensburg, and all of a sudden I find myself having conversation. And and I'm real quiet about it, and I'm speaking in English, and Patty goes, what'd you say? And I had to, had to <laughs> stop what I was doing, and I explained to her, I said, apparently I have an angel that writes with me everywhere I go, and I know that we do. Mm -hmm. I said, but this one has been assigned to me specially. And he's with me 24 hours a day, and I can talk to him directly. She said, what's his name? She, and I said, I have no idea because I can't speak the language. Hmm. And then he goes, then I, then I tell Patty, I said, but he told me I could call him Robert. 
<laughs> Where that came from, I have no idea. So Robert is with me right now. All right. But his real name is, I cannot yeah. even articulate it. Yeah. And that's the language of God. Yeah. God named this angel and assigned him to me, but I can't even speak his name. My tongue is not capable or my brain is not capable of, of being able to understand or articulate the language. Yeah. And it is so true when we speak in tongues. I think when we speak in tongues, we, we're just getting a little taste of the language of God. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a full-blown, you know, we're, we're like in kindergarten, okay, yeah. know your ABCs type thing. <laughs> I, I just, it just, <clears throat> you know, and I don't tell that story to very many people because they think I'm nuts. Yeah. But, that's what happened. Well, you know, Robert goes with me wherever I am. So, That's Robert, awesome. we'd like to, I'd like to welcome you into my home. Amen. Yes. Robert, we welcome you and, and all of our other too. angels. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, welcome here anytime. So, and feel free to chime in. <laughs> yeah, please. Please. You probably have the better answers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I believe it totally. Oh, I'm, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I am. But again, that just goes to, we, we we haven't even scratched the surface. Yeah. Even even if you speak in tongues prolifically, like Paul said, I mean, speak more than anybody else. But mm -hmm. um, we haven't even scratched the surface. Yeah, that's why I believe we're going to be in school for an eternity. Right. <laughs> we have a lot to learn. But oh, we get to boy. hang out with the cool kids. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that we're going to be able to say Robert's name. We probably <laughs> <You> will. <know? laughs> Ah, that just gives me, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to play for you a snippet of a talk from Chuck Smith from Calvary Chapel. Oh, fun. And a lot of people, you know, if you're new to tongues and interpretation of tongues, which I'm going to put myself in that category, you may not think that it's, it's for this period of time. You know, if it was, if there was tongues, yeah, that's probably back in biblical times, you know, when, when the Holy Spirit first came down, I get that, but there's not much use for it today. So I want to play this little snippet and it's about six minutes long. So, but I think it's really, um, a really cool story. And then, uh, we'll talk about it at the end there. Back in, uh, 1968, 69, somewhere in there. On Sunday evening, we uh, were meeting in the um, clubhouse in East Bluff. And I can't remember if it was 68 or 69, but as we were meeting on Pentecost Sunday, and at that time there was probably 45 to 50 of us on Sunday evenings, we were able to have a much more informal Bible study. I just sat uh, with them and, and we just shared the scriptures. And at the end of the study, I said, you know, this is Pentecost Sunday. The Sunday that we celebrate the coming of the Holy Spirit and the birth of the church. And we had a lady in our fellowship name was Lynn, who had a remarkable gift of tongues in that whenever she speaks in tongues, she speaks in French. And so 
I said, you know, let's just worship the Lord. And Lynn, why don't you just exercise your gift that God has given to you of speaking in tongues? Uh, because there's just us here, and, and it is Pentecost Sunday, and just, you know, as sort of a memorial that this is Pentecost Sunday. So as Lynn began to speak in tongues, speaking in French, I can understand enough of French that I knew that she was giving thanks to God for a beautiful song. Now, because I could intellectually understand some of the French words, I did not make any endeavor to exercise my gift of interpretation because I was afraid of trying to interpret when naturally I knew some of the words had sort of the gist of what she was saying naturally and I was afraid of some kind of a natural supernatural kind of a hang-up I might get out into Nana land and not come back you know between the two so uh, I, I didn't make any endeavor to interpret however Kay began to interpret it was very beautiful as she was thanking God for the beautiful new song that God had put in her heart. Her love song to Him and the joy and the blessing of, of singing of her love for Him. And of course it was rather significant because uh, she had been singing in nightclubs and did have a beautiful voice. And, and so it was, it was quite significant that she was rejoicing in a new song that God had given to her, a song of praise and love and all unto him. We closed the meeting and we had a fellow uh, who was going with this girl in Palm Springs and she was having some problems and he brought her down that night that I might counsel with her after the service. So as we sat down to counsel, she was a Jewish girl. She said, before we start talking about the things that I need to talk to you about, she said, I'm curious as to what was going on here tonight at the end. Uh, the woman who spoke to the group in French and the other woman who translated for the group what she said. And I said, would you believe that neither of those women know French? She said, no, I wouldn't. And I said, well, it's true. I said, neither of them know French. And I took her to the scriptures and I showed her the gift of speaking in tongues and the gift of interpretation. I said, what you saw was, a, was this, what Paul is talking about here in Corinthians, where one speaks in an unknown tongue and another interprets. She said, well, I lived for five years in Paris. She said, she was speaking 
the most beautiful French. She said she was using an aristocratic pronunciation. She said it isn't just the common French. She said she had an aristocratic pronunciation. I said, well, what, what you expect from the Lord, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and she said the other lady translated it perfectly. I said, well, I know that she doesn't know French. That's my wife. <laughs> She said, well, before we go any further, I have to receive the Lord. And so we had the joy of leading her to the Lord as a result of that experience of seeing uh, the, the genuine exercise of the gift. And here is one of those cases where tongues did become a sign to an unbeliever as she saw the gift of tongues mm -hmm. and the interpretation. Awesome. Amen. Amen. That's a cool story. <laughs> Absolutely. And wow. we've talked before about the, the gifts of the Spirit are not for us. They're, they're for everybody else. Yeah. Therefore, they're for those that mm -hmm. don't believe. So mm -hmm. if they come to that place of belief, and to me, that's a perfect demonstration. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I must... Aristocratic, that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's also a, uh, a reminder to us not to be afraid of the gifts of the Spirit, that they're all valid. They all have the meaning for building us up and encouraging us. And as we saw in this story, for reaching non-believers, you know, Amen. You can't deny that story. No. no. You know? No. And that story is was meant for that lady that was there that night. Mm -hmm. Totally believe that. So, yeah. 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 He will do and use whatever is necessary or whoever is available mm -hmm. to bring his children into the place of salvation. Think of the kindness, though, in the Lord's heart that he was speaking for a woman who had lived in France for five years. Yeah. I mean, and he chose that. I mean, he think of all the pieces that fell into place for that to happen. Yeah. Right. Chuck had to ask that woman that, you know, I right. mean, it's just his heart for this woman who received the Lord that evening. Huge. And yeah. think of the, he must have such stupendous plans for her that he said, this is your time. This yeah. is it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and sometimes, Pastor Judy, I don't know that it's even plans as much as his heart's desire is that none should be lost. Right. And man, oh man, oh man, I keep telling people, you know, God cries when he loses one of his kids and they will not spend an eternity with them. That separation is an eternity. It's forever. And I guarantee it breaks his heart. Mm. Absolutely breaks his heart. Yeah. All right, I think that's going to wrap up this episode of the That's God podcast as we wrap up the tongues and the interpretation of tongues. And uh, next session, we are going to jump into the gift of helps or servanthood. And I think that's going to be a really key one. Um, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you guys got a lot out of that one. I know I certainly did. I'm learning a ton as we go through this with Pastor Judy and Pastor Chuck. I just appreciate you guys uh, being here and 
Thank you, everybody. We will catch you on the next one. And God bless. Bye-bye.